and welcome back to Steve Reads a Comic. I'm Steve. A little fun fact about me. I enjoy watching those cake videos, but you don't know they're cakes. And then all of a sudden, like a knife comes in. You're like, whoa, buddy, what are you going to do with that knife? Don't do, no, not the shoe, not the tin can. Whoa, shit, it's a, just a cake. You got me. Anyway, I like those. Joining me, as always, is my brother, Rob. What the? I don't even know what you're talking about, Because you man. don't have social media. Oh you don't, you don't see these, these videos that we scroll through all day. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Rob's with us. And as always, Sean, who probably wants to strangle me with a microphone cord right now. But luckily, he's 700 miles away. So that's good. How's it going, guys? This is why... This is why we have a dwindling listenership right here. These intros are immediately putting people off of our show. Did we lose? It's the wrong tone. It's bringing Wait. the wrong energy. Are people you saying are we leaving. lost? We lost me. Uh, Did I forget? You are hundred percent of our week? listenership now. We, we we lost. I just lost myself. That intro was so bad. I lost myself. Oh my god! I don't. In case you guys don't know, and why would you? <laughs> Uh, Steve is the biggest fan of this po- his own podcast. He <laughs> listens to his show minimum three times each episode, three times. I'm, I'm Just, building up downloads. There's a there's a fun fact about Steve. Aside from whatever <laughs> the likes, fuck he was talking about, I like right. watching my brother laugh as I do intros too. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> what the fuck else leaving. are we gonna talk about? Hey, what's up? I'm Steve. I'm trying to bring energy. I'm trying to bring fun. I just don't like you old fucks. You guys want to be there and you want to be sad and snooty. Go ahead. Talk about your comics and be all depressed. I'm trying to just lighten it up. Rob, has he been drinking? What's his deal? Why is he behaving like this? No, I'm just just drinking coffee. No beer today. Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I should start drinking before. I think your intros were better when you had a drink. <laughs> I had one beer that one time. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't even know what you were talking about. I have no idea what you said. The, there's these cake videos. Oh, okay, we're not going to so, go into that. You can explain that off the air. Good Lord. They look so Man. real that you, you think somebody's going to cut into something real. I thought you were talking about the but band it's just cake. cake. No. Sean, Sean has left the chat. <laughs> All right. Comic books. What do we what do we do this All right, week? We, How gonna, is everybody doing? We're gonna what we're gonna do. We're gonna introduce a new segment that we would love you to participate in, Rob. But we're pretty sure you can't. Oh, which is right. what did I buy this week that pissed my wife off? Is the new segment. <laughs> no, I can I so. can flip that and, and, right. and have it. What did my wife buy that pissed me off? <laughs> right. Yeah, Rob. Rob is old and he doesn't buy anything for himself. I don't think that's it's because he's old. I think he's just frugal, and we're not. Yeah, yeah, because he's old. He's <laughs> he's always been like that, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is true. what would you buy like for that. yourself? Like, if my, you know, if you didn't have to worry about anything, what would you buy? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what did you buy that pissed your wife off? What did I buy that? hypothetically pissed my wife off she wasn't pissed oddly but i I bought my second hot toys which uh to explain what a hot toy is so people don't think it's a sex toy it is a (laughs) it is a really high-end action figure lined out out of hong kong super detailed typically one-sixth in scale 
but yeah, I, I hate when I tell people, oh, I got a 12 inch hot toy and they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like let me go to HR <laughs> because that's not how we talk in this office. But no, so yeah, hot toys, they, they make these really high end collectibles. Uh, Steve has uh, Neo from the Matrix. That's right. And, one, of, one of my prized possessions. And they're typically about, uh, you know, 12 inches and it's they behind have, you, Rob. Alexa, turn on Neo. They have tons of uh, accessories, and the, the level of detail is just insane. Like when they do faces and stuff, like it's 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 like better than any other figure or even like statues out there. So I got a Deadpool based on his appearance in the Deadpool two movie, is what I got this week, and uh, I'm I'm rather enjoying just looking at it. I have it displayed in my living room. Much to my wife's chagrin, and it's it's got the fabric outfit with all the texture details. You can switch out the hands, you can switch out the feet, you can switch out the eyes, and yeah. you know, weapons and everything, just like so hyper detailed. It, so yeah. it's an overpriced Mister Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that you that you don't play with. So Absolutely is, it, is not. it technically a toy? Or is it just a figurine? It, they're they're called adult collectibles, is as how they classify them. Yeah, on that the box. does sound sexual. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, yes. adult collectibles. Hot toys. I'll show you adult an adult collectibles. collectibles. <laughs> wow. Like, okay. Well, I bought a. Uh, I got Luke's green lightsaber from Return of the Jedi. Luke was always my favorite, and uh, I really rem- I watched the hell out of Return of the Jedi growing up. And uh, Kristen was uh, a little upset, and then I told her I was making monthly payment plans, and she's like, ah, all right, that's cool. But then she really got angry when I said, well, I, I got to get the Darth Vader lightsaber to go with it. <laughs> and then, yeah. she left. then she left the room. So uh, we might be talking about that one next week. Now these are the uh, the Hasbro Black Series, because there's a lot of different right. lightsabers out there. Right. These are like yeah, high-end. Yeah, this one was a little expensive. Uh, I paid one ninety for it. It was going for three hundred in a lot of places, so I bought it from Hong Kong. I don't know if it's a really good knockoff or if it's actually original, but fuck, it looks good to me. So I'm just gonna throw it on the wall and then stare at it, like yeah, you do. I have, I have that one. I have the Obi Wan, and I have the Darth Vader one from that that line. Yes, that really is nice. Why- that is why I got this one because I remember, you know, when I came up to see you, how much fun we had uh, swinging the swords at each. At each. Well, that sounds sexual too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, what is the matter with you two today? <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, we had a lightsaber <laughs> battle. Talking Star Wars turns me on. What am I going to say? <laughs> um, uh, all I can say about your lightsaber is a- Aiden's thirty dollar Darth Vader lightsaber. Looks as good as that. Oh, really? Lightsaber. <laughs> well, you know, like I don't know if it makes do? all the noises yours does, but <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I probably could have gone cheaper, but what the hell, man? Yeah. Oof. So yeah, so Kristen only mildly angered. Mildly angered. That's what we should do. We should have a scale of of anger. Oh like yeah, to, the, there's some past purchases I've had that are really uh, litter fuse. Yeah. But then she comes up here and, you know, like she comes into the room with all the junk and, you know, she 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 enjoys it. Not as much as I do, but I know she likes it. 
I don't think so. Yeah, I, <laughs> you think, don't I think, so. think that's just a facade <laughs> in your head, man. Dude, no joke. Maggie has my Boba Fett helmet as part of her office background. Like when she's on Zoom calls, it's like in the upper left corner of her <laughs> off, uh, of her bookshelf. Like it's all pink. Wait, wait, does she? Oh, it is pink. Oh, okay. No, the bookshelf is pink. The oh, Boba I Fett thought you meant that she a got a pink Boba Fett. Fett. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's on a $500 helmet and spray painted it pink. <laughs> <laughs> well, Molly paints everything pink, That's so true. I was just wondering. So now, yeah, does she, she put actually, that there intentionally, or is it just yeah. there? Cause it's, oh, no, okay. she put it there. Uh, I, I don't know. Not sure. I mean, she has baby. She took the baby Yoda when it came to, and that's part of her background. But then she took the Boba Fett helmet. I think just because it's kind of like the, it's kind of like a soft green color kind of uh. goes <laughs> with it. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very nice palette. I think, I think, uh, I think Krista would bring baby Yoda to a Zoom call if she, if she could. Yeah. For sure. Hey, did either of you guys ever watch Dick Tracy? I did. Did you watch Dick Tracy, Rob? Nah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Rob <laughs> forgot. I, I remembered, and then he's busy. Something man. happened, and I for, I was gonna watch it. And <laughs> Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. I forgot. But I was thinking about. Watching Do you remember it. any of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Dick Tracy? I watched just it. Real, just want to touch on it. Go suck an egg. The uh, the the first time I saw it back in 1990. You know, I was like uh, 13 years old or whatever and 13, 14. And I enjoyed it. Thought it was okay. But watching it again recently, I I, I just really enjoyed the whole uh, throwback to actual comic book panels and the colors they used yeah. and every, the cinematography. And it was, man, it was a throwback to old like 30s and 40s gangster movies or maybe even like The Untouchables, which was, you know, a little bit more current. Mm-hmm. Um just a really enjoyable movie with some really nasty, dirty double entendres in there. That I thought were that I didn't oh, yeah, notice with, with Madonna. <laughs> Dude, I, I wrote this line down because I kept was trying to remember it and I couldn't remember it. So there's a scene where Dick Tracy is waiting on his girlfriend, Tess Trueheart, to come back with ice cream, and he has a knock at his door, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, hey, Tess, what kind of ice cream did you get?" And here's the line. Here's the quote verbatim. <laughs> Because he, he, it's Madonna on the other side, not Tess Trueheart. And she says, fresh peach. Better eat it right away. It's starting to run a little. Like, that's filthy. That is filth. <laughs> is that why it flopped at the box office? Too dirty? No, I, I, don't, I don't know that it flopped. It just... Um, Do you have that hot toy? <laughs> Madonna? Madonna holding a peach? <laughs> no, but I'm going to look for it now. <laughs> Dude, Rob, there's you could see Madonna's nipples in this movie. No joke. Yes, that's right. You could see I right did. through her dress. I watched it on Blue was This, this was uh, when Madonna was in her prime there. That was... Uh, yeah. yeah. She's very yes. popular. Yeah, that Dick Tracy, I, I, that's part of my childhood that I actually remember. I remember being so hyped to go see that. All the commercials uh, were on TV and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was right after Batman. It was ninety, right? So, yeah. and oh yeah, the the who's the guy that did this um, the music for Batman? Danny Elfman. Elfman, yeah. So he did like he did this score too, right? Because it sounded really similar. Nightmare yep. Before Christmas too. Right? Oh yeah, yep. yeah. That's that's Danny Elfman. Yeah, and he uh, he's done a lot. They, they I I thought uh, I read something that Stephen Sondheim was. Uh, 
he composed some stuff too, or something like that. That's what yeah, I yeah the musical I numbers, the songs that Breathless the song, that's, thing. That's what I re- I th- I thought I had totally forgot those songs, and as soon as I watched this movie again, they came right back. You know, I was yeah. like, oh man, I totally remember these songs. I remember the kid. I, I used to love the kid because you know I was you know real young, but yeah. maybe eleven. Yeah, 90, yeah, so I was 11, so kid was cool. I was like, oh, man, he gets to hang around with Dick Tracy all the time. He's always hopping on the back of his car, <laughs> you know, riding yeah. around. I was like, Yeah, and then, like you said, the, the color, that they use, like, what, four, four or five colors? I think it was six, about six primary colors for the most part, real okay. bright versions of them. Yeah, and it just it looked like a comic book just coming to life. Yeah. It, was, it was so cool, especially for that time period. <clears throat> so did and then you the guys, performances, dude, Al Pacino, yeah. James Caan, Dustin Hoffman, Mandy Patinkin. Dude, I did not know Kathy Bates was in this. I had no idea. And Kathy was, Bates? Who is she? She's the stenographer that tries to get what Mumbles is saying. <laughs> really? Yeah. I couldn't believe it either. I was like, holy shit. I had no now, idea. Wait, when was Misery? Was that after 90? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, that's funny though I never knew that but dude this movie is worth a, a revisit it's probably not one that a lot of people think about because it wasn't a huge hit it was it definitely was, cheesy I don't remember it being as cheesy so do you, did you enjoy it you think I think later I enjoyed, in life more no, than you did I think I enjoyed it more as a child okay. I what about you Sean I enjoyed it more as an adult as like a, again a throwback to appreciation you know, gangster movies of the day clearly warren Beatty was trying to do that uh you know doing some some type of homage to the movies he grew up with to the comic strips of the you know he loves the character dick tracy apparently and he still holds the rights to do a sequel to this day uh i just i enjoyed it for what it was it's not like it's not an amazing movie but it's i don't know it's 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 better it's better than it has any right to be considering how corny it kind of is but it doesn't it, it doesn't walk it, it doesn't cross the line of corniness the way like batman forever and batman and robin do oh right? yeah yeah like it's corny but it knows it's corny but, but well it's but it's also it's not that corny though either it's not like holy whole metal holes batman or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. like that kind of shit where it's just pure camp it it just kind of uh, like I said, it just it straddles that line really well, where it it stays true to the source material. It's still a little bit adult, but it's still a PG movie somehow. Despite yeah, Madonna pretty, saying you need to there's a lot of violence. There was a lot of violence for the PG rating, like when they were coming out with the uh, with all the cars and just getting mowed down by Dick Tracy. I thought that was a great scene. Yeah. It was like it's like you know before heat <laughs> that that was the the heat scene. <laughs> Dude, that scene sounds really good too, man. The gunfire is really cool sounding. Yeah, I have my surround hooked up. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. I definitely liked it better when I was a kid, though. For me, anyway. Uh, gotcha. All right, so you ready to get in this week's comic book? Let's do it, Rob. You ready? Sure. All right, Rob- so. I tasked you guys with reading like the first two volumes initially, and then I let you guys know I need you to read the first three volumes of Invincible. And by first three volumes, I mean the first three collected trade paperbacks. Uh, so Invincible is a character 
uh, I believe came out around uh, early 2000s, 2004, 2005, created by Robert Kirkman, who created The Walking Dead. Uh, you know, obviously that's a big hit TV show. Uh, but so he created uh, he created him with uh, Corey Walker was the initial penciler artist. He did, I believe, like the first seven issues. And then starting with the eighth issue, they brought in an unknown guy at the time named Ryan Otley, who now is like the main artist for the amazing Spider-Man currently, because his art improved so much over, over the invincible run. And that's I the other thing. His name, read, sorry. I thought his name sounded familiar. I think I remember you saying his name or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that guy's art style a lot. And so he progresses as you read more and more invincible, his art style get just develops and gets like crazy good. So good that he's on amazing Spider-Man now. And basically the premise for this is uh, this whole thing just starts off as a, like a kind of like a clean cut Superman, Spider-Man origin story about a teenage superhero who's nearly invincible. And uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah. You start out with uh, the invincible character. His name is Mark. And... Uh, well, the first panel is really cool. I thought it's a full page. <laughs> You're gonna do panel yeah, by panel. Well, I'm just doing no, the first one. Panel by no, panel. I'm just doing the first one. That's all I'm <laughs> doing. Christ. It's he's he's got a guy. He's got a freaking bomb strapped to his chest, and he's flying him somewhere. You don't know. He's in Antarctica or something. It looks like. I just thought it was really cool. He's in the Superman pose and everything, and I was like, okay. This guy's pretty sweet. But yeah, get into Mark. He's, you know, he's just uh, chilling at home and uh, he's on his way to school and shit. And this is this is when you see his. <laughs> you are terrible at summaries. All right, I'll do this part. All right. So here's the deal. Mark is a teenager. He's just a normal teenager. He's got a mom and a dad and he's uh, he's just living a normal suburban kid life. And he's got a friend. He's he's he's. Uh, rides a school bus, high schooler, normal high schooler. And then he slowly starts discovering he has superpowers. And then like you quickly find out though, his dad is a superhero. So it makes That's sense. That's what I was just about to say. I was about to say his dad. No, you were about they, to be like, about he wears t-shirts and pants and backpacks. <laughs> no, I was going to say, they see his dad. And his hair like this. I was going to say, he's on his way panel. to school and he sees his dad, his mom and dad, and he sees his dad on TV fighting a fucking giant dragon. And uh, yeah, so it's again, just kind of like adorable suburban. And this is this is where I draw. This is why I say it's like Superman and Spider-Man, because you got the young teenager uh, with the sudden onset of superpowers. But his dad is basically like a Superman character with a mustache. And so it's kind of a little bit of best of both worlds there, basically. And his wife uh, or I should say Mark's mother. And and the his dad, what's his dad's name? Nolan Omni Man. <laughs> yeah, Nolan. <laughs> Nolan, thank you. Yeah, he looks like Jay Jameson. <laughs> Jonah J. Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jonah J. Like a young J. Jonah Jameson. He's got a yeah. black mustache, but yeah, he yeah. does look kind of similar to him. But he's also ripped, though. I guess he did get ripped for Justice League in the movie. But anyway, but everybody's in on his like his identity. He's not his identity's not hidden from his family or anything like that. And so we get a lot of origin type stuff. Uh, Mark realizes he's strong. You know, he's, he's trying to fly, that kind of stuff. You guys can add on whenever oh, you want. Oh, I saw. <laughs> Am I allowed to talk now? I'm sorry. Hey, oh, uh, 
Mr. Interrupter doesn't want to I, talk all of a sudden. I, I, wanted, I wanted to go back to the, the title of his high school, <laughs> Reginald, Bell, yes. Reginald Bell Johnson High School. I was like, I oh, that. that's all, all I could think of is like, we need backup to Nakatobi Plaza. Now, goddammit, now. <laughs> like every time he was going to school, I was like, all right, this is good. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that was the title. And then there's, of course, in in school, you know, he's passing kids and there's a kid with a tool shirt. I thought that was awesome. And a Slayer shirt. I was like, oh, man. And uh, I'm loving this comic just from that stuff right there. And so far, it's it's uh, this has been one of my favorite comics I've read. This Rob, what were you thinking at this point in the series? Uh, in the chapter one, the first thing I noticed when he went to school, he had on yellow and blue. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what he ended up picking. Well, later on, we learned he ended up changing the costume colors for him. And that's looks like what he wore to school the first time we see him. So yeah, he, of, I, I noticed that. It was the same colors. Okay. No, so nothing the, exciting. But no, that's, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even put a, that together. I thought yeah. that was, that's pretty interesting. I didn't even think about that. So one of the things I really like about this series is because it was it, it's a creator-owned series. It's not really set hardcore in another universe you do see some image superheroes later at a funeral you do see like uh shadow hawk and savage dragon and super patriot and stuff like that uh and you guys probably have no idea who i'm talking about right now no but uh he's correct (laughs) you see those guys at a funeral later but it's not unlike like marvel characters where you know it's always hardcore embedded and connected to everything uh those are more like cameo appearances this has its own continuity so they can take a lot more risks and they can also do a lot of really cool world building, which and one of the things I like is that they have a guy who makes superhero costumes. That's like his whole thing. Mm. Yeah, he's a, a tailor by day and a super suit guy by night. Yes. That's it. And uh, he originally had a suit made, you know, you know, made for him. And uh, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark is invincible. That's his name, Mark Grayson. He's like, uh, no, this ain't this ain't working for me. So he's like, you know what? Give me a little more information and you know, I'll see what I can come up. He's like, you know, what is your name going to be or something like that? And he had no idea. Yeah. He hadn't picked it out yet. So he's like, get back to me, you know, when you when you think of something that it helps me to make the suit if I know kind of where you're thinking. But, yeah, that guy, that was cool. The super suit guy. I liked him a lot. What was his name? I don't remember his name. Did they even Bob. say no it? idea. Bob. (laughs) All right. So another thing tying into what Steve was saying about Reginald Bell Johnson High is that I love. So there's a moment where you have like the very, very cliche uh, fight with the bully, Invincible. Mm -hmm. Mark ends up fighting a bully, ends up in the principal's office. Well, the principal kind of looks like Reginald Bell Johnson. If you look (laughs) at his nameplate, it says Winslow. Oh, my God. (laughs) I didn't even notice that. Holy shit. Yeah. Officer oh Winslow from Family no Matters. fucking way. Lots of Reginald Vell Johnson love in this comic book. <laughs> yeah, for some why is that? They just like that. No uh, idea. They I think it's because it's funny. Yeah, it is pretty good. But yeah, he gets in trouble for, you know, the cliche beating up the kid that's picking on somebody. He gets in trouble. And then when he's in the principal's office, you know, the principal's like, hey, you can't do that. You know, you're not invincible. And that's where Mark gets the idea for his name right so that was cool and then yeah and then he goes some people are trying to rob a bank and that's where right, the this first is, see, you're, you're getting you're getting into minutiae now 
this mm-hmm. is all this all doesn't matter let's skip ahead now to <laughs> so uh what are what are his superpowers they're, they're similar to superman is that correct basically in uh yeah he's almost impervious to everything he can fly and he's super strong or like the basis of his superpowers he doesn't need the sun though he's always like no this. he doesn't, yeah. need, he doesn't the, need the, the sun. red sun yeah but he does right. need to work out though so oh I really? Know. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't catch that. Oh, they didn't say that in this comic. Oh, uh, okay. The yeah, ones he, you had um, us read. He uh, like he, he he to maintain his strength, he can't like he like he can get stronger even you know depending on his workouts and stuff. Obviously, going to Planet Fitness isn't going to do it, but he can. You know, he, he, yeah. <laughs> so then we learn about the history of Omni Man in the next issue, which is all very interesting. All very. You know, kind of Superman like, you know, uh, yeah, he's telling I, Mark about how he's, you know, how they were. So, what what's the basis for that? Really, he, he's he's they're... on a he's on a planet, the planet Viltrum, and I guess they what he's saying is they had perf- they they perfected a perfect society, basically, yeah. uh, and they wanted to go across the universe and you know share that with people. They would go to planets that were you know perfect just in time for them to implement their plan you know not too far along but not too far ahead or behind too and they would go in there and they would help them you know they'd give them technology or something like that and help them be a better society so that's basically uh mark's dad that was his job but he ended up um liking earth and he ended up staying on earth so yeah, so you get a little bit of history of of why he's super powered and you know he's a Viltrumite and all that kind of stuff. Um, all right, so eventually Mark goes out because he can fly now. He goes out at night, gets tangled up with a super villain, lots of super villains in this city, and he meets <laughs> what's basically this series version of like the Teen Titans kind of thing. Some mm-hmm. young, like a young superhero team. They got like Robot that- and Rexplode and Duplicate and Adam Eve. A-T-O-M. Yeah. The team team uh, is what they called it. Team team. Very generic team, team. name. <laughs> yeah. I think that's intentional. <laughs> um, so he meets up with them. You get some new characters. So, Rob, I want to ask you again, though, like, uh, I'm just curious if, like, if you were just kind of bored at this point or if you were, like, getting sucked in or, like, kind of where where did you stand while you were reading this stuff? Or you were just like, oh, this is just kind of rote superhero stuff. Um, no, after chapter one, I, I, I liked it. And then once you learned about his father, very Superman-esque, um, yeah. Kryptonian, um, I was like, okay, yeah, I guess there's only so much you can do. But, uh, then we meet, yeah, then we meet the, uh, <clears throat> the young, uh, superheroes. Um, the team team. Yeah. Teen team. And the first thing I noticed was the women don't have masks. It's like, it's so obvious if they were anywhere they would be you know who they were whereas the men or the robot they have you know you can't couldn't possibly tell who they are yeah i was like why is that and then when we see the other women in the crowd i was like uh i get i don't know if uh i'm skipping ahead a bit but i don't know if uh what's that war woman that we meet yeah. oh yeah i think she she had a little bit more you couldn't tell as much but oh 
Yeah, I was I was <laughs> like, what what's up with that? Yeah, they mentioned it. The one of the teachers mentions it <laughs> later. Yeah, later like, in the episode. Like, I know it's you. You're not even wearing a freaking mask. <laughs> yeah. It's like what? I thought what's I thought a uh, robot looked like Wes Studi from Last of the Mohicans. Like I sent you guys I was a picture. Like, why are you sending me a picture of Wes Studi and Last of the Mohicans? What because the this is this is all I can see. It looks like he's got a bun or something. It, I just ca- I kept seeing Wes Studi uh, a robot. That's all I could see. So I sent you that picture of him. I was so confused. I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, what does this mean? Sean's like, I'm trying to do a podcast here. Why are you sending me Last of the Mohicans shit? It's like, what, what is, yeah. I was like, is this a butt? This everywhere type? robot went, that's all I could think of. That's all I could think of. See, well, it's funny. Well, when I see robot, I picture because of his mouth, he looks like uh, an old person without their dentures in is what I think of. With a man bun. So, well, yeah, with the man. But, I, but it's, his mouth is what I always tend <laughs> to focus on because it just there's something off about his mouth and he just it doesn't look right to me. I don't know why. Yeah. So do we need to explain these two villains here? Um, I think they're just super villains. Not really Cookie worried about villains. them. They're I don't just, think they're really that. They're basically just to introduce the team team. So we do get to a point though where um, so so there's some kids that have gone missing from the high school, and and then all of a sudden they they cut to the Twin Pines Mall, which is a Back to the Future reference. If you didn't know, yeah, um, I, saw, I saw that. And uh, you see a kid waking up on a bench, and he doesn't know where he is or why he's there. And you also see Charlie Brown in one of the panels. I don't know if you <laughs> yeah, guys caught I know, that. I noticed that too. Um, <laughs> I did not notice that. <laughs> uh, and he wakes up and he realizes he has like a metal vest that's actually a bomb strapped to him and it explodes inside this mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody, there's some kids <laughs> gone, gone missing from the school. Yeah, a few few kids so, are missing, and then you so, got Principal uh, Winslow up there, Officer Winslow. I can't believe I didn't it. see the nameplate. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> I already like this comic. I like it even more now. <laughs> All the little things. All right, so, yeah, Mark has a job. Uh, he's got a shitty job at a fast food restaurant. He ends up walking out of there because he's a goddamn superhero now. Um <laughs> Yeah. Trying to skip ahead to the points that matter. All right, so he goes out patrolling with his dad, and his dad's kind of trying to show him the ropes of being a superhero. And I like these these little moments like this where it's it's almost kind of like poking fun at superheroes. They're flying along, and then he's like, he just takes off for a split second. And he's like, oh, there was a chemical fire over at the <laughs> science lab. Right, and he, he goes right back. <laughs> right, he's back in like half a second because he's a superhero, so it's right. not a big deal. He just handles that shit. Um, so you get these father-son talks, which are nice. You see their relationship. Um, let's see here. Oh, that was kind of a cool little fight with it. When they, so they, they end up fighting. There's like an alien invasion. They get called away to. Uh, his dad has a has like a beeper and is always getting paged to go deal with shit. And they fight mm-hmm. these these green aliens, and the aliens are aging rapidly in the Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of weird. And then. Uh, at some point, well, I guess that's later on when Omni Man gets sucked away by a portal into their their world. Yeah, that's right. They find the another fight. So they they find another bomb guy. First of all, um, mm-hmm. guy with a bomb strapped to him, and they toss him out, and he explodes. So they save people, but the, they lose the guy. They don't know what's going on. Then a portal opens up, 
the green guys grab Omni-Man. And apparently this is a regular occurrence in the world <laughs> right. of Omni-Man. Right. Yeah. Like Mark goes home and he's, <laughs> he tells his mom, he's, he's like, like nothing happened. He's like, oh, dad got sucked into a portal. <laughs> and <they're, laughs> she's like, all right, you know, dinner's ready at five. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like, like nothing's going on. And uh, yeah. He, he I eventually, like these little twists. The, like, yeah. the little, you know, the little just kind of taking the cliches and and just putting a little twist on them where you know you expect like a dramatic reaction and she's just like oh it's fine we're having pork chop <laughs> yeah but they still show her you know they still show her worried too you know right. like she's you, still you concerned still, she's still concerned you know and uh he eventually ends up coming back <laughs> at one point and she you know you can see the relief in her face she's like oh thank god right but yeah, he you know, you know he's got to him he, the the portal he got sucked into. I guess time works different there. So he's over there like freaking for a year or something. But it's only been like a week right. here, here on Earth. And he's like, you know, he 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 explains how he had to create like a whole coup to get out of the place, the prison he was in, and. And then he's like, and just this morning, they figured out a way, the scientists figure out a way to send me back, <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, I just you had to do this. like a whole Conan uprising thing to escape this world. <laughs> right, and right. We don't see any of it. He just comes yeah. back and he's, he just looks disheveled and he has <laughs> right. a shave. Right. He's over there for years. He gets back and he's like, ah, I just need a shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so we get a little bit more information about the teen team. It's clear that Mark has, really likes the Adam Eve chick, but she is currently involved with Rexplode. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's fast yeah, forward. Mark's got the, she's Mark, basically your Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Mark's got the hot yeah. floor. Yes. But yeah, that is definitely a, I mean, she's got, she's got red hair and everything. So that's a, that's a good catch by Rob. Um. And they're always getting changed out behind the dumpster after school. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but they fig- they figure out they find out that the uh, the guy who is kidnapping the students is actually one of their teachers. Mm-hmm. And he's strapping them with bombs and they show up. And that's the guy who's like, you're not even wearing a mask. Of course, I recognize you. <laughs> right. But, uh, it, but tell the, the, the reason, though, why he's kidnapping the kids is funny. He's like, you guys, <laughs> you guys are just bad. You're listening to rock music. Uh, you uh, you should be at home studying. So I guess his son died because his son tried to live life, uh, I, I guess. And he, what, he what got, happened? Did he get killed? I or he, he got in the wrong crowd or something or tried to do something. Yeah. So he popular bl- kids. The, yeah. He blames the popular kids. It he committed kind of, suicide, is what happened. Oh, and is that what it was? He was picked on <laughs> by the kid, by the other kids, and oh. the kids who were behaving like them, basically. Yeah, well, that's, so that's he, not he, as bad he, as a motive as I thought. Then, yeah, son was bullied into committing suicide, basically, and now he's strapping bombs to these kids, which is not right. <laughs> There's your panel again. Yeah, then it goes back. Want to talk about it? No, good now. It's just smaller. Sean, Sean's just going to yell at me for enjoying something. It's, just, it's like you're excited to talk about something. All right, well, let me take over. They reused your panel, right? Yeah, here I know. They brought it back. Money. Right? They brought it back full circle, yeah. which, was, which was what I was going to do later. But I got, I got, I got chastised. So, yeah, well, then I also love. All right. So that's then we get to the scene where Omni Man comes back and they're just sitting at dinner and they're and uh, mom is like, anybody you have anything interesting happen today? And Mark's like, 
Oh yeah, I found out one of my teachers was turning my classmates into bombs <laughs> and take revenge on kids. He felt like that led his son to commit suicide. And then like his dad has the best response. He's like, I spent the last eight months enslaved by an army from an alternate dimension. Although it seems like much less time has passed here. About a week ago, I led a revolt against my captors and regained control of my powers. Today, a team of scientists from the rebellion found a way to get me home. But she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what nice. Who's ready for dessert? <laughs> okay, so that's nice. Pass the potatoes. <laughs> right. It's, so here's the thing. When I was reading this, I was like, okay, so somebody is able to uh, stop his powers. So he's not as like super it's like somebody yeah. knows his kryptonite yeah they dampened his yeah. powers is what he said right so, so he, they figured it out somehow right so i was like okay so he might not be totally invincible you know what i mean yeah. that's what i was thinking oh, when yeah I, when i heard his dad yeah they i i'm i'm, I'm assuming yeah. everyone has a weakness but they never explain his exact weakness well we don't these. yeah we don't know yet but right. he's not totally uh invincible right well his dad isn't either but right yeah yeah, that's we, what we find out. Yeah, in the comics, that's we what read, I thought of when he said that. That's the first thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. In the comics well, we read, we haven't figured out was exactly like, we, how to weaken him yet. Yeah, are we going to find out his kryptonite? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, I'm reading some more. I haven't yet. Sorry, maybe Sean. we find out. His but kryptonite. I, I've got the next book loaded because I'm I'm ready. Like this this comic is fucking awesome. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to fast uh, forward over a bunch of other stuff here. And okay, well, let's talk about Alan the Alien. What'd you guys well, think of Alan the Alien? I thought he was awesome, yeah, but I want to like, chime in first. Rob's got yeah. something to say. Uh, you know, we've read what this is eight comics, seven, seven different comics, whatever. Okay, so in between these uh chapters, we got a bunch of pictures, which I kind of looked at, but there's a lot of reading. You know, do you guys do you guys actually read that stuff? Or do I you read skip the over uh it? I read the forwards. I like reading the forwards because they're typically by creators that I like. Like this one, this Uh book has Eric Larson. That's the guy who created Savage Dragon. And he was a Spider-Man artist for a long time that I really like. He's got a very Kirby-esque style. So I do like reading the forwards. I don't really do the the bonus material so much, like the conceptual designs and all that stuff. I I just kind of glance over that stuff. Okay. Did you read Typically. No, I didn't. I, I I probably would have, but I was strapped for time. I, I mean, we had to read like how many? Thirteen issues. Yeah, twelve. It was a lot. Yeah, it was worth but, it though, right? So we meet Alan yeah. the alien, who's actually he just goes from planet to planet to challenge that planet's protector to make sure right. they're up to snuff. They're Cyclops. it's kind of like yeah. What's that? Cyclops. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's a eye. cycloptic pink yeah. alien. Yeah, um, he, he just makes sure, you know, that planet's defender, you know, is is uh, is legit, is ready. Right. And uh, so he has a fight with Invincible because Omni-Man is off world. And uh, it's just funny because Invincible thinks he's going there to fight, you know, an evil, uh, you know, presence or whatever. And, it, you know, this guy's mm-hmm. very conversational and he's just like, what the hell is going on? So that's a fun little fight, I think. And, and uh, Alan the alien pops up later on, too, throughout the series. Yeah, and during um, that fight, he de-escalates it just by talking to him. Like they don't even end up fighting, <laughs> right? And they his dad's on like, the moon and talk. <laughs> his dad's like, "Shit, I know that never worked. I never thought of that." You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that before that, I learned how superheroes can go to space like that. They can hold their breath 
long ass was time. A, that's a good. Point. I was like, yeah, because it's a vacuum. How do you guys breathe? Mm-hmm. But his dad told him, he's like, just hold your breath. He said, you should be able to do it for what a yeah. couple hours or something. Yeah. He's like, right. I can hold my breath for two weeks. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. But I was two like, weeks. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he that did makes say sense. that. Didn't yeah. he say like two weeks or something? Oh, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I, I yeah. Mean, I no, he did. That's why it's funny. Yeah. He, they literally said, I can hold my breath yeah. for two weeks. And that's really cool because while they're fighting, you know, he gets hit back into Earth's atmosphere and you and they show a panel where he just takes a deep breath and, yeah. you know, goes back into space. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really interesting. I, I was thankful for that explanation because I, I was like, how the hell does Superman go to space? You know, <laughs> I mean, in some of the cartoons later, you know, he, he had a ship and stuff when he went, I guess, when he went a long distance. Yeah. But, I, you know, I guess he just held his breath that whole time. But they never I, I don't yeah. ever remember anybody telling and me that's that. why it's all thought bubbles while they're in space. They're all well, because right. they can't talk because they can't, can't hear talk. anything. So, right. Yeah. So they have to yeah. use mind power. Right. Right. That's, that's pretty. Yeah, that was really cool. I so we get some really fun, uh, some more uh, father-son bonding as they play catch with each other, but they're standing back to back and they're <laughs> yeah. actually tossing the ball around <laughs> the earth. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was pretty cool. So they're talking to each other. Just proves uh, the earth's round. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's all proven right here. Um. Let's see. Uh, we get a little bit of the parents having sex all the time whenever they get a chance. That's nice to see, I guess. And then, I, I like the one panel where they're when he goes into the house to get ready to uh, go somewhere, and you know he flies in the house, and <laughs> she's like, "Hey, no flying in the house." You know, just a right. normal day, <laughs> typical right. day. This just household used to all that shit. <laughs> All right, so let's get what was going on. They went to uh, Mark and his buddy William are going to college to check out um, an orientation for college when they go to college. And there's that robot that comes out of nowhere and just kills himself. uh, I'm assuming you've read on. They never say anything about that. Is that is that guy significant in any way? Uh, I honestly don't remember. I think it's just about having some drama at the college kind of thing. Okay. Uh, but I don't remember offhand. I, I could be wrong about that. Charlie Brown is there too. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there another Charlie Brown panel <laughs> on page. What page is this? 51. Yeah. yeah, we're looking at it right now. Okay. Yeah. Charlie <laughs> Brown back in action. <laughs> I think that's funny. Just these little references. Uh, he comes home, catches his parents having sex because he sees <laughs> right. his mom tag is out. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Shirt's on backwards. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with yeah. the tag in front. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll all be away right. all day and they immediately have sex. Let's all right. So the next in the next issue we meet end up meeting uh well uh the Guardians of the Globe, who would be like the Justice League slash Avengers. I'd say they're more based on the Justice League. You got a Batman type character. Oh man, uh, that was such a ripoff. Jesus. <laughs> oh they did. Well, I think they did that intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Wonder um, Woman ripoff. Yes. Uh. So yeah, so it takes all these archetypes and you know puts a a non copyright <laughs> infringing version of them in here to kind of just establish who they are because ever comic book readers are familiar. <laughs> so you get a flash type. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was what I wanted to tell Sean. What's that? <laughs> Sorry, Aqu- Aquarius. He's like, yes, oh, some yeah. action. He's like, finally, some action. <laughs> just, I just love it. He's like a shark guy. He's a yeah. fish. Yeah, he yeah. looks like yeah. a... Yeah. He's, 
yeah. So uh, I'm sorry. They're they're explaining all the the guardians of the globe, and they all they're you know one looks like Bat Batman, one looks like Wonder Woman, and they get to the they're all called away on a they're like uh, all called away to what does it say? Guardians of the globe prior to priority alert return to base immediately and they show each one and at the end of each uh ex- explanation of each character if they show that message so everybody's leaving but the the aquaman character he gets that message and there's nobody around him <laughs> you know he's just sitting down on his throne and he's like he's finally <laughs> yeah he's, he's, sleep. he's sleeping he's yeah. like he gets that message he's like finally some action and then swims right. to the surface because he's in the was... fucking water because he's the dumbest <laughs> character ever. So, Aquaman. Uh, I'm going to make laughing. us read some Aquaman one day. Oh, and my gonna, God. I'm going to troll you guys, and I'm not going to read it at all. You're just going to have to explain it to me because fuck Aquaman. <laughs> fucking terrible character. All right, you got a, you got an analog here for Martian Manhunter. You got another guy that's like Green Lantern, basically. Oh, is that what he was supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, Green, Green Lantern. I yeah. thought he was like Puke Master. No, he has, to, he has to eat that. That disc to Amoeba turn in or whatever. Yeah, turn instead in of having green. a ring, he's got like something he has to swallow or something. <laughs> right. I thought he was vomiting. Yeah. I don't know what the so hell. So they go going. out, they're they're fighting and they think they're done, and the green guy coughs up that disc, turns back into a human, and then and then they get the alert that they have to go. So he has to like swallow it back <laughs> after right. he's already got puke on his shirt from puking it up. And then yeah. we have the immortal who's kind of like the Superman of the group. Right. And the fucking he's against this villain called biplane. I thought was funny, <laughs> and he he just throws like him the in this. Yeah, he's like yeah, he just throws him in the space to get rid of him. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> so this is where the comic kind of takes a turn, yeah. and uh, so everybody gets called the, back to base, and everybody's like, "I thought you called the meeting. I thought you called the meeting, or whatever." And then like you get to this panel. And you literally see blood and intestines and eyeballs flying. And you're just like, what just happened? Like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck just happened? The entire comic? Guardians of the Globe have been murdered. And we just yes. met them. And that, that right. issue was it was about introducing every character. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then at the end of the issue, they're all dead. <laughs> I was like, this right. is great. <laughs> and who's standing over them? Yeah. And who has killed them all? Spoiler. Omni-Man. So what did you guys think at this point? Where were your heads at at this point in the comic now? Yeah, I'm like, this is the greatest comic I've ever read. (laughs) But I mean, like, were you surprised? Did you think, oh, is that actually Omni-Man? Or were you just kind of like, what? Why did he do that? I I thought for a while that, you know, someone was controlling him or it might have been like a clone or something like that. I didn't think I didn't think he was actually um, doing that. The porn stash from the beginning. <laughs> Should have known. Should have known. The porn stash what a, is evil. What about you, Rob? What were you? Uh... Yeah, I was kind of with Steve. I was wondering if somebody was <clears throat> taking over his mind or something. Okay. At this point, I wasn't sure. I yeah. was like, ah, oh, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, when he was standing over at that that panel, um, I was just like, oh. Yeah, because what like the hell's going on to here? this point throughout the whole comic, they just show him saving Earth, yeah, constantly in again. Yeah, he's a good again. dad. He's a good yeah. Dad, and then you know? they build the relationship with Mark, and it's like, oh man, please don't. No, he's got to be he's cloned or something. <laughs> All this good work he's doing, and uh, you know, I like the two of them fighting together and stuff too. I liked it, but um, yeah, 
It is yeah, that so was the, not not the case in this comic. So to to kind of confuse the reader further, they start off the next issue, and Omni Man is uh, talking to a guy who reminds me is kind of like a cross between Rorschach from Watchmen and another DC character named Etrigan the Demon is who he reminds me of. Wow, um, that was. I know exactly who you're talking about, too. <laughs> no, right. seriously. Cause that, oh, you do? No, I do. Oh, I know I Rorschach from Watchmen. And then uh, the demon guy is actually, he. Uh, there's some guy that is also, uh, that he inhabits his body or something like that. They switch back and forth or something. Okay. Is that right? Did I get that? Uh, I don't really remember. I just know more about his appearance. But he's, actually, he's like Etrigan the demon. He's like yellow. And I thought he was kind of red. I believe you, Rob. He might. I yeah. think he has some red costume and stuff. I've um, seen cartoons. That's why I know. <laughs> Rob dropping the comics yeah. knowledge uh, but, on us. But I no, I think the demon, like uh, this guy, he had he has to inhabit this guy, and he's got a name or something. I forget. Okay, that's all I can give you. That, that's you one. know more hey, about him more, than I more do. Than I got, more than I got, man. More than I got. Yeah. yeah so you this guy like uh, Justice League or something. I don't remember if he was Justice League or what he was on. Um, what I saw him on, it had to have been Justice League. Yeah, it had to have because I haven't yeah, watched it. A, it's been a long time since I. I mean, it's been like over eight years for sure. I think since I remember seeing it. Yeah, I've never read the character. I've just seen him appear in some other DC comics that I've read. I've never. I don't know much about the character. Well, this guy, um, this character's name in, th- in this comic is, what was it? Damien Darkblood, I think. He's the. So he's like a he's like a superhero detective kind of guy, supernatural. But uh, what I love is so he's talking to Omni Man, and Omni Man's like, "Oh man, I don't know, I don't know what happened. That's that's crazy or whatever." And then like he's just finding out. But then, uh, <laughs> Invincible flies home. Adam Eve is sitting in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she's in tears, and she's Rex. like, "It was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was Rex and Kate. So Rex and duplicate. <laughs> no, duplicate can. She's like multiple man from X Men. She can make yeah. more of herself. Copies and of herself. Uh, yeah. They were going at it, and Adam Eve calls her a multi slut, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, Adam Eve walks in on Rex and duplicate. That's great. And there were (laughs) multiple Kates in there, so Rex was having a great time. Right. Can you blame Rex? I mean, come on, man. Wow. And then what I love here, too, is that, like, she's all upset. She's crying on Mark's lap, and then her her mom, his mom walks in, and it looks like she's just giving him head, and his his mom just loses it. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) It's like, no, I swear, we're just friends. Yeah. Really, really funny. Yeah, then they have really great moments of humor and levity in this series and just great character development. Really relatable. Yeah. All right. You get some panels of uh, Invincible fighting a ripoff of the rhino who looks like an elephant. (laughs) Yeah, that was Um, pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, he just beats that guy on the way to the the, the funeral for the Guardians. Yeah, so then they got to have a funeral for the Guardians of the Globe, and that's where you see all the the superheroes I was mentioning earlier, plus other ones. And uh, so they're at this funeral and like some villains show up to supposedly just pay their respects. And then this other, this kind of like B story, uh, there's a guy named black Samson who lost his powers and he was getting a suit made. Well, it turns out his Butler stole the suit from the tailor and now he's here 
to <laughs> yeah. like kill everybody at the funeral <laughs> for revenge for how they treated Black Samson. Yeah, I guess Black Samson got kicked out of the Guardians of the Globe. Yeah, or he something. lost his yeah. powers, and then yeah. they said, and then they kicked him out. So his yeah. butler was mad, <laughs> so he stole yeah. the suit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> his and butler's it, just you know wreaking havoc at the funeral. So the superheroes all step up, and then I just like when Mark is talking to Savage Dragon, he's like, are all funerals like this? He's like, more often than not, I'm sad to say. <laughs> but it's just kind of funny. Again, this is like, this is what happens when you have a superhero hero world, you know? Like, yeah, supervillains show up at funerals and start shit, basically. <laughs> I like how the two villains were there at the funeral, you right. know? And then they were like, it, it, it was a long fight, like, but it took them a long time to... to to take down the butler guy <laughs> and the two yeah. villains there were like, geez, you defeated, you defeated, defeated us in less time than this. What took you so long with this bozo? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're just throwing in their two cents. <laughs> I just thought that was great. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fun moment where Mark's friend asks him to fly, fly him around. Just oh yeah. That's funny. <laughs> He's like, this is so gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just that, I friend. mean, like, dude, if one of you could fly, I'd be like, dude, you got to take me up. <laughs> I don't, I don't right. care how gay this looks, man. Hold me in your arms. We're going up. <laughs> we got to watch what we do in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, one of the vampires, uh, his familiar. Is it the movie or the show? No, the, the TV show. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they yet. just did that. They did a scene at the end where, <laughs> where he like uh, he was leaving his uh, the familiar was leaving the master. Uh, one of the characters uh-huh. and at the end they kind of make up and he's like he holds his hand straight out and then the vampire picks him up and they fly away and he's kind of like <laughs> he's a grown-ass man too the familiar. i gotta watch yeah. that show man that show i love the so movie <laughs> sorry broke off on a side note there it's all good all right so we're on to volume three now we got some more Superhero fights. I'm trying to get to the most pertinent bits here because this is, I think, this is the one where we learn the most. Uh, so, yeah, we, we learned, learned about the, nothing about the dad in that after it happened. That was it. No, they didn't give us any more information. So no. you had to wait to the next comic to come out to find out. Right. Like, so you bastards. don't know what's going on with Omni Man. You're just like, yeah. what? What was that all about? Who was that? Was that him? Um, yeah. So basically, the Guardians of the Globe are wiped out, and then you find out that there's basically this agency very similar to S.H.I.E.L.D., and you have, like, this Nick Fury-type guy who heads it up, and, you know, he's, he's talking about how high his government clearance is and blah, 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 so they're having auditions for a new Guardians of the Globe teams, and you get to meet Monster Girl, which I think she's great. This little girl turns into a giant monster. Oh, and yeah. Beat I the shit her. out of Rexplode, which is pretty funny. Um. So, yeah, they're having their tryouts. Oh, Robot is heading up the team. Robot has disbanded the uh, team team. And he's going to be starting the new Guardians of the Globe here. And he wants Invincible to be on the team, but uh, Invincible turns him down. So the two the two villains we saw, saw at the funeral, they end up getting the Immortal's body and putting him back together. Because that's his whole thing is he can like live forever, but he had his head taken off, so he died. But they had reattached it. And he's back, and he's mad as hell, and he knows exactly who killed him. And this is this is where it starts to get interesting, because well, I guess it's, it's been interesting, but now you you start getting some answers to some questions where you're like, what, you know, what what happened? Why did he do that? Yeah, and, they uh, re- they reattached his head, and he immediately went for Omni Man, you know, who yes. had killed him, who had killed them all. 
And uh, yeah, so he starts attacking Omni Man, and uh, Mark's uh, Mark sees he's at a comic shop, which I thought was funny, and he's watching TV, and he sees the two are fighting in the air, so he takes off to help his dad, and that's when he sees his dad. You know, basically he he's he doesn't see Mark's there, and he's talking like you know I'll, I'll kill you again or stuff like that, and then he yeah. rips his intestines out right in front of Mark. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you're like, whoa, shit! Mark just found out his dad is bad. We've known He's it, like, but dad? he found out, <laughs> right, right. And that's when he explains to his son. He tries to explain what's going on that his well, we, we from fu- Vil, Vil, Yeah, he he is from Viltrum. That's the only truth he told previously. But Viltrum was just a planet of warriors that killed half their planet to <laughs> to be um to get what total world universe domination yeah Yeah. so instead of peaceful people that want to spread the peace they're warriors trying to take over the planets so yeah yeah. so a couple things here uh one brian otley's been on board for just a, a little bit here but i really like his art i really like his clean style juxtaposed with the gore it's just it's really unsettling for some reason it's almost like watching a really gory kids cartoon Mm-hmm. And it's weird how it's, uh, but I like it. I, li- I like that a lot. It doesn't go for like super realistic looking characters for the most part. But then like, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's definitely a large intestine. You know, like, <laughs> right. all of a sudden yeah. there's like this level of detail in the gore that yeah. really wasn't there before. It was a, you know, a much more cartoony art style. And then like when the gore hits, he's like, oh, we're going all in on this shit. Yeah. So then Mark and his dad just start, you know, he's like, dude, I, I don't, I can't accept this. You know, he's like, you're good. I've seen you save all these people. And then that's when they get into the big old fuck off brawl where they're, you know, knocking down, throwing each other, knocking down buildings, killing thousands of people. So when I first read this and this was like years ago, uh, 10 years ago or more or whatever, um, I was, I was enjoying the comic up to this point, but I wasn't all in on it until this point. This was the point where I was like, okay, this is an yeah. interesting enough twist that I want to see how this plays out. Cause you had that, you had that great father son dynamic and now they're at odds against each other. And mm-hmm. you find out, you know, his dad is, you know, part of this warrior race. They're there to take over the planet. And, you know, it's a very fascistic thing going on. And, Mark wants no part of it because he's been, you know, he's lived here as a human. His mom is human. All his friends are human. And so he's immediately, you know, against his dad. And then his dad just beats the fucking shit (laughs) out of him. Ever loving shit out of him, man. To a bloody pulp, man. Oh, it's so hard to watch. Even in a comic, like this is just a comic, you know, it's not even a movie. But, you know, like you said, you know, how, how well he does the the scenes with blood and stuff and you can just see him and his face is, Oh, it's just riddled, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really brutal. And he ends up, uh, well, his dad ends up just flying off. Eventually he was going to kill him. And then he, his son, Mark said something to him. He's like, you know, you find out Viltrumites, they, they age incredibly slowly, even slower as they get older. And he's like, Mm -hmm. you're going to survive past, how I long this you. planet's even around? What are you gonna do? Who are you gonna hang out with? He's like, I'll hang out with you or something like that. And like his mm-hmm. dad just like flies away with like a tear in his eye. Yeah, he's like, what? Yeah, he's like, what will you fuck? have after all these? After all those years, that you watch everybody die. He's like, what will you have? And he's like, 
I'll have you, Dad. You know, he's trying to get it out after his face is all bloodied up. I'd still have you. And then his dad fucking just takes off and they show his dad like in tears as he's flying off the planet. So serious parental abuse going on, though, like on a major level. Hey, uh, sorry. Right before that, there was the there was the line as he's beaten up Mark. He's like, why, why, why do you resist? And all I could think of was in revolutions, <laughs> Matrix revolutions. But he's like, why, why, why do you persist? So like, right. was it, did this come out before Matrix revolutions or after this uh, comic? Oh, I'm pretty sure it came out after. Oh, okay. You think that was a nod to the Matrix there? I don't see why not. Yeah, because it's basically the same thing. It's like Neo getting beat up by Smith the whole time. And Smith like, why, why, you know? Right. So, yeah, this whole fight occurred, uh, you know, people had video footage of it. So they know now about Omni-Man being a traitor and they, they kind of, you know, they know who Invincible is. And now he's going to take his dad's role, basically, uh, going forward. Um, and, the, I mean, there's a the conversation here with Alan the alien. And uh, and I, I thought the way this this ended, I was like, OK, this you have to read all this to really get this series, in my opinion, to really understand where this is going. So it's, you understand it's not just going to be a typical Spider-Man thing where everything's OK at the end of the day. Everybody, you know what I mean? Everything mm-hmm. resets to zero, basically, uh, on some level. They actually want to push this stuff forward. And I think that's that's what really got me is like they 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 really want to have actual character dynamics that they grow and make sense and are more than just like vill- they have a lot of this villain of the week stuff in there you know you see a lot of superhero fighting but there's always like conversations going on mm-hmm. and for the most part it's almost just eye candy you know because it's a superhero comic so it's like oh he's gonna go beat up this lizard guy now but it, they're of no significance like you find out like this is all about a family and a kid and it's like mm-hmm. okay I'm, i get this now this is this is a, a unique animal in that it's it's not about the superhero stuff almost at all, you know? Yeah. It's more about the family. Yeah. It's really, that's, I think that's really why I really liked it so much. Yeah. Like you said, the character development was, was really good. And I, uh, I definitely, I, I downloaded the next one. I'm ready to read this weekend, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to finish. I'll, I'll read the whole series, man. I really love this, this comic. Yes. You you crazy son of a bitch, you did it. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, did you download anything this week? Have you read anything other than this? Yeah. (laughs) The news. The news. (laughs) Yeah, this one, this one, the I you did it, man. This one got me excited for real. Like I I would I would want I would read the next comic over a TV show. I I kind of had a problem with the dad, like all of a sudden personality snap, you know. Where he just starts beating the hell out of his kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he's trying. Yeah, I, I was like, I get you. It's an aha moment. But I was I'm saying- like, dude, he went from one extreme to the other. You know, I'm like, I, well, I get I- killing the superheroes. But, you know, I know he went off crying. But I mean, like, that's kind of extreme. Yeah. Well, I feel I, like uh, that was just all part of his cover, though. You know, and yeah. he, he didn't want to beat the crap out of his son, but he was yeah. teaching him a harsh lesson. And he yeah. also knew he could survive it because of his Viltrumite blood. Um, sure. And I, I yeah. think it was one of those things. It was where he was like, listen, he, he was he was demonstrating like, you're not going to beat me. Uh, 
and then I, I think he was he was probably going to kill him because that's like the Viltrumite way. That's their whole thing is they they take out people who are weaker than them. And he kept telling him, he's like, I can make more of you. I don't care. So yeah. it's interesting how that relationship develops over time, too, because that's not the last we see of Omni-Man. Yeah, and, I figured uh, I thought maybe, you know, who knows? I, I'm, I'm hoping they'll have that Anakin redemption moment, you know. Where yeah. he, you know, he saves saves his son or something. Read on. I well, I know that's why I'm on. going to. I'm ready. I got it. The series I'm gets go. more and more violent. And <laughs> Good. <it does. laughs> well, and I'm uh, sure we'll see some more Viltrumites too. So I got, yes. I got, I got a question. What the hell was going on with the white room? And, oh, uh, with the way they refracted light to hide stuff. Yeah, what the yeah. Hell was they were so they basically they said they've been pumping the uh, every the Americans with water that. Uh, oh, I didn't even see you that. See guy? Oh yeah. shit! You didn't see a mortal man in there? No, when they did that. I had did I, not I see that, that at all. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see Mister Immortal in that room at the end? Yeah. Oh shit! That was, I thought that's why they did it. <laughs> Captain yeah. Oblivious and Charlie they, Brown in the background. That's what they call me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you look Charlie Brown, of right course. there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. What were we saying? Uh, oh, uh, Americans have been drinking water laced with something so they can only, they can't see certain uh, frequencies of light or something. Yeah. That's how they hide stuff. I was like, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. It also reminded me like the helicarrier from the Avengers, but, you know, not, but a little bit crazier <laughs> mm, yeah as far as that goes all right so what would you rate these these issues that we read like about the first 13 issues of invincible rob what's your rating three three so you give it a recommend mm-hmm. you enjoyed it enough you recommend it it's a good comic steve yes. yeah man think? it's my favorite so far i give it a five if we had that that high <laughs> wow five. yeah it's, dude i i can't i can't wait i was so uh intrigued with this comic and i loved every bit of it all right well mission accomplished this is our last episode no we have to get other people to have the same feeling i'm having right now this is, this is the whole reason that we started this it, podcast uh, i give it i give it a four i think it's essential superhero wow, comic reading um it's i'm surprised it's you gave it a four it's modern, you know, it's got a modern voice, but it, it but it's still unique. But at the same time, it, it draws on all the cliches and, you know, standards of superhero comics while at the same time being something new and different. And I think it's got a great voice. Uh, I just I love everything. I love the art style. I love the design of the costumes. Just um, it's I love the pacing. I think it's you know, it's got a good fast pace to it. Uh, I, I just loved it and when I first when I first read it years ago. I remember when I first read it years ago, too. I was like, man, this is like the first like really good comic, new comic I've read in probably 10 years or something. It, wow. uh, it just really, really blew me away. It reminded me of like the first time I read Spider-Man. You know, it was just like it was mm-hmm. it, to me. It was that good where it was just like this is so unique and so cool. Um, but at the same time. It's it's not unique in that you know you got the basic superhero powers and stuff, but it just puts enough of a unique spin on it. You know, it, it's not Justice League, it's not Avengers, it's not Spider Man, it's not Superman, but it but it's also all of those things. So it does make fun of itself. <clears throat> I mean, absolutely, it, it, it's very yeah. self aware, and you know, just making fun of comic tropes, but clearly from a loving standpoint. You know, 
Yeah. Hey, like some, that whole Guardians of the some, Globe. Someday you're going to say, man, this comic made me feel like Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> made, made me feel Invincible. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Hey, that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty corny. You might want to start doing the right? intros. I should be a writer. No. You should do the no. intros God, from no. now on. <laughs> no. I think you should work on them a little harder. That's what I think. Next week, I'm just going to say, hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back. But I think if you enjoy, and I, I think the closest analog would be Spider-Man. If you if you like young Spider-Man, but you want to see it, the story actually truly go somewhere instead of ending up back at zero, basically, and have, you know, actual character deaths and people age and uh, things like that. This is this is a really good one. And, and, you know, it's 144 issues. It's done. And they're making an Amazon Prime cartoon out of it i can't wait to see that seth rogan oh, and evan wow. goldberg producing it yeah you told me that that uh i can't wait to see that for sure what do you think a... of his uh costume in this which one uh, mark Invincible? oh mm-hmm. i love it i love his yeah. costume i think it's great I like it. yeah it's like his his head is like the dot of the eye <laughs> yeah yeah he's got the the stripe down his chest and then his head is the the dot i, th- I thought that was pretty cool all right, here, here's this is going to blow your mind, Rob, especially with what you said earlier. Uh, the voice of Omni Man, Nolan Grayson, is J.K. Simmons in the cartoon. So, oh, and, and that's um, wait, what'd so, you say? Say that again. J.K. Simmons is the voice of Omni Man. Oh, in the show, and I said he looked like yeah. J.J. Uh, no. Jemison, yeah, whatever the hell his name is. J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> Him. you could say it. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So that was a that was a very this. apt comparison. They they saw that as well. Um, Stephen Yuan is going to be the voice of Mark Grayson. He was on the Walking Dead show. He played what was the character's name? I don't know. I don't watch that. Oops, sorry. I don't know. Is, Rob was trying to show me something. What did you say? Who did Stephen Yuan play on on Walking Dead? Oh, I don't know who that is. Stephen Yoon, Stephen Yuan. He he got his head bashed in by oh, the baseball ball. Oh shit! What was his name? Fuck! Did you watch Walking Dead? Yeah, you watch them all. I had no. I haven't seen the last couple seasons. Oh, uh, you like it? Yeah, I love it. You Did read you, the comic? No. Did you ever read the Walking <laughs> Dead comics, Sean? I read. Uh, yeah, I read like the first few trades back in the day before the show came out. Not. Not. Yeah. I didn't really. I, it just, well, I don't know. I, I didn't get like real big into it. The the show, like the first season, though, was a really good adaptation of what I had read so far. Yeah, so, I think The Walking Dead gets, you know, kind of, I think they could have ended it a long time ago. Yeah. All right. So Mark Hamill is going to do uh, Cecil Stedman. That would be the Nick Fury type character. Oh, uh, nice. We have Seth Rogen as Alan the Alien. Uh, <laughs> that'll work. Uh, Gillian Jacobs as Adam Eve. She's on Community. I really like her a lot. Uh, May Whitman as Monster Girl. Uh, Who's Invincible? Invincible is Stephen Yuan. Stephen oh, Yen. Oh, okay. That's Invincible. All right. Um, and then Danica McKellar as Amber Bennett. So that's a pretty small role, actually. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool little cast. Don't know when it's actually going to be out. Looks like it's going to be eight episodes. It's supposed to come out this year. Each episode about an hour long from what I'm reading here. I don't think there's a... Let's see That's now. a long cartoon. I'll be download or uh, 
recording those for sure. Recording no, them? It's on Prime. Never mind. <laughs> like, what are you? What year is this? <laughs> I put my VHS tape in. I hit record. All right. So re- he played. Uh, he he played. Uh, what was his? What was the character's name? He played Glenn. That was the name of his Glenn, character. Fuck, dude! I was trying to think of his name for the last ten yes. minutes. Glenn. Yes. So yeah. Um, all right, so I got to pick a comic for next week, dude. I'm I'm really inclined to pick something terrible. I mm. like <laughs> just pick something just awful. Well, then uh, I have a bunch of Flash comics if you want me to lend them <laughs> to you. <laughs> so we're gonna read 36 issues of Aquaman. <laughs> oh, any, man. any 36 issues of Aquaman, the worst comic book character of all time. I didn't even think he was that bad on Justice League. I thought he was he was fun on Justice League, the cartoon. Oh, not the, not I, just, the movie. I just never liked. I don't know. I just never cared about like Ocean Dude. Yeah, no, he is. Water he, he is a shit character for sure. But I, I, I remember watching the cartoon. And I was like, he's not that bad. He probably wasn't on the cartoon. They probably did a way better job than they did in the, uh, the DC movies. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Try to figure out. All right, I'm going to give you guys kind of a general option here, and you guys got to pick. Oh, come on! Don't leave it up to us. Why? I'm not going to tell you. It always goes bad. He's only giving a shit. One thing. time, I gave you an option for your birthday. This and is different. Went, and it went horribly wrong. You chose. It didn't poorly. go horribly wrong. But you just uh, you just picked the, my, my greatest comic ever. Keep <laughs> keep going. Go along we'll those do, lines. We gotta no. We gotta be dynamic, man. We gotta uh, have ups and downs, peaks and valleys, man. Right we can't on. Just, peaks and valleys. Uh, all right. So, do you want to go classic superhero or do you want to go like new school indie? Rob, independent. <laughs> Hell if I know. <laughs> yeah, I want I want some. Give me some indie. That's what is I that want. like anime? Because I'm out. Uh, no, no. Okay. I I don't know what it is. I just picked it because I didn't know. No, I mean I'm asking him. <laughs> I'm All right. Then Sick. we are going to read um, the first volume of Matt Fractions and Chip Zdarsky's <laughs> Sex Criminals. Will be this week's pick. Wait, can we go back to the just how we started with hot toys? That's great. <laughs> the choice is back. made. Oh the, no, we we switch, we changed our mind. Let's go back to the other one. What, the form of the destroyer again? has uh, been chosen. Sean Sexpot, I think, is what he said. <laughs> you already forgot the title too. <laughs> Sex criminals. Sex criminals. Isn't that what you said? Sex criminals. Yes. We will Sex do. criminals. Why you got to say it like that? Is this an R-rated comic? A little bit. Oh, geez. Can you handle it? Will your mom let you read it? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to call her up. She'll have to approve it first. So, yeah, we'll we'll read this. I think it's a a fun concept. I haven't read it in a while. Where Uh, did you come across this? Did somebody recommend it or you just picked it up? uh, The... Well, it's I like the writer Matt Fraction. He actually uh, the other thing was actually going to be a different Matt Fraction book. We were going to do the first volume of Hawkeye that he wrote. Mm -hmm. But um, instead, we're going to do sex criminals because you went indie. So this week it is sex criminals. (laughs) I didn't go indie. Rob went indie. Okay. Yep. I'll I'll take the heat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember it being that way. I'm pretty sure there's a recording that will tell us otherwise. But uh, Uh, fake news. I wish you were recording him trying to set up the. (laughs) 
podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I told him it, Rob was so angry at me earlier. It's so uh, mad. Where's all that frustration come from? Sex. I think it, I think it's good to mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you say, Sean? It's okay, good to uh, mix it up. You do I not, agree. You do not listen. That I was laughing. No, I, I couldn't hear. I couldn't this hear. This is what it's like talking to Steve, too. He hears about 13% of what I say on any given conversation. Dude, I have to focus on one thing at a time. I can't chew gum and walk. I have, if Rob's talking to me, that's it. I can't multitask. Hey, man, come on. Give me a break here. All right. So, yeah. So if you want to read along, we're going to read the first volume of Sex Criminals. It is on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, yeah. And then we'll, we'll get back to superhero stuff after that. Um, yeah. It's, it's good to take little detours, though. Well, you, you I'm going to read this at night in bed like I normally read my comic. My wife's going to look over like, what? what are you looking at for? That's great. Maybe it'll Hopefully. get her excited. You might get lucky. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sex criminals. Is that a misleading title? Ah, never mind. Don't tell me. I'll read it. Read All it right. And find out. Right on. Good job, Sean. You, uh, you did a good job, man. You, you, you. Uh, I'm going to be reading <laughs> comics this week, and other than the comic that you suggested, so, is this your first four? So thank you. Or did you give Batman a four? Did we get all oh, give? Uh, I think I don't you guys. Know. I think I, I, I think I gave Punisher. I can't remember. I yeah, you guys that. gave Punisher a four, and I think Steve gave Year One a four as well. I think I think you yeah. might have too, Rob. I'm not sure. I might have. I don't remember what happened yesterday. Yeah. Did you but, like that better than anything? Have Do you like this? This is my favorite thing I've ever read out of comic everything book we've read. So everything far. we've really? read so far. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I really enjoy the story. I can't wait That's to good. finish. How many did you say there were? 150 issues. Get to reading. Yeah, about almost 150 issues of it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'll be I'll be reading those. I'll watch the cartoons. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob will never love this medium, no matter what I present to him. Rob's like reading. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can discuss the cartoon when it comes out. Sure. We're, we don't. We don't. We can talk about comics and other things. We do. Yeah. Once I Mar- didn't say we couldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm saying, yeah, you'll be all right. You I'm just talking saying, about. I, I, I'm gonna watch the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, we're That's all it. going to. I know we we can talk about it. I want I want a movie, Invincible too. I don't want just a show. I want the movie. <laughs> maybe if the show does well enough, maybe they will do a movie adaptation because that'd be really fucking sweet. That's yeah. That I hope so. But at the same time, with animation, you have like an unlimited budget when it comes to special effects. So that's pretty cool. Mm. So you, is it? Are you, do you feel? Do you feel um, accomplished now that I'm so excited about reading this? I, I I feel I'm just happy. I mean, it it makes me. It always makes me happy when people can share in the joy of comics. I mean, even more so when it's something I also enjoy. But just when people embrace this medium that I feel like uh, is overlooked or shunned, or uh, you know, you grew up with me. I, I was always into comics, but I, I had nobody to discuss comics with. Nobody else was. Yeah. It was you know, a loner kind of thing, which I mean, kind of makes sense. Cause I, I, I do like, I'm not really a social person anyway, but it is still fun to obviously comic book fanboys. They, they love to discuss shit. I just didn't have anybody to discuss that shit with. I just remember when like a movie would be coming out or there'd be news. I'd always be like, Hey, they're making a, they're making a spawn movie. And you'd be like, who is spawn? 
and I would <laughs> okay. I'm gonna you know, I'm, go, I'm gonna go play baseball now. I'll see you. <laughs> you're like I'm gonna go masturbate to my Showtime videotape. <laughs> yeah, that tape that tape is worn out. <laughs> Dude, I was over at your parents' house the other day, and I was just looking at all those VHS tapes they still have in in your old bedroom. And, uh, yeah, I they was, got the uh, Crow and Pulp Fiction and Jurassic Park, and I'm just like, man, this shit takes me back. I know, man. Every time I go home to see him, I, I, I go look at that rack. I'm like, oh man, I remember VHS. Yeah, it's it great times, man. Do you remember Beta? Yeah, I remember Beta. Do you? Yeah, I yeah. Jo- um, Uncle Rick and Aunt Joe had a Beta player i remember going yeah johnny there. swore about it yeah that didn't last long beta's gonna get all these beta i was like all right man <laughs> not gonna make it that's what you think sorry right. I, I still have hd dvds so <laughs> <laughs> i have oh shit i've yeah i for rad one of my favorite movies came out on 4k and that reminds me the only vhs tape i have is of rad i have one left it wasn't in a bootleg uh the the vhs tape yeah uh no Oh, it was like a legit copy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but is it, you had a DVD though? That was bootleg, right? Yeah, that was, that was like bootleg. a rip of the VHS, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, it was the same quality, just on DVD. Right, and then and then the four came four K came out this week, and I about crapped myself. So, so did you watch it? Oh yeah, dude. We How, the does whole it look thing. amazing? Like, did they really do a good restoration dude, job? It on looks it? so fucking good, man. If it was, I'm, it's on the big screen upstairs. I got a you know a big uh, projection screen, and you know it's blown up. So I mean, some of some of the stuff is a little grainy. But if you were yeah. to watch it on just like your TV or the normal TV, it it, it looks really good, even for being on the big screen. Well, older. And, Older movies that are film based are going to be, you know, they're going to have right. some grain. It's, no, it's, it looks you know. it looks amazing for you know an eighties an eighties flick, and the whole the, happy. the whole family watched it. The kids, I was like, I don't know if the kids are going to make it through a live action movie, and yeah. they did because you know it's not very, <laughs> it's really stupid and cheesy and corny. I've never movie. I've never seen it. I've oh, seen it's so bad! Pieces. It's so bad, but I love it, dude. Uh, uh, no, it makes me happy for you though. Cause that kids, was like the, the kids, the kids, my kids are, you know, four and five or three and five. Like they've yeah. sat through the whole thing. <laughs> that's, that's how corny it was. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just, I'm excited for you and all the rad fans, because I know that's one of those movies that took for, that never even came out on DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, it skipped like two generations of media. And finally out of nowhere, they're like, Oh, we'll do it in 4k. I was like, wait, what? That's what, I said. that's what i said i was like what 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 i 4K. can't even get robocop in 4k like a love yeah. much loved movie and all of a sudden they're like oh yeah we're doing a rad super deluxe box set. you get a free bmx bicycle with bird. what the fuck because it was people like me signing petitions and shit like we <laughs> we know get this movie out i could not believe it when i heard 4k and the yeah. sound dude it sounds amazing too i'm this, that's the great sound is way better that oh, is man. great that is fantastic all right well we got to wrap it up because i'm yeah. tired i want to go to bed it's, it's way late but uh good job good job sean keep up the good work man thanks man i'm glad you enjoyed it rob I'll, can... get, I'll get you one day rob i'll get you on something <laughs> oh, maybe oh, <laughs> maybe i know not... i know how to get rob we'll, we'll start reading lady death and not <laughs> lady death from sandman a different lady death google lady death 
and she she looks like an albino woman with barely any clothes on. I think you'll dig that series, not because it's <laughs> Great, good. Thanks, I appreciate. So, I thought I thought you were going to say Home Depot the comic. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, so that uh, that demon guy, I googled it. He yeah. uh, he, Merlin put him in the body of Jason Blood, a knight in King Arthur's Camelot. Okay. So, yeah. See, I knew he had a. But Another is it Etrigan the demon though? Do I have yeah. the name right? Yeah, that's okay. him. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep, and that's exactly what I thought too, man. That is so funny. I knew who, <laughs> exactly who you were talking about. What do you that's know? Nice. But that's not from the cool. comics. It was from yeah, the dude. I love it when it you was from the in. cartoons. <laughs> hey, well, whatever. Hey, I was shocked. <laughs> we're, so, I'm telling you, we're a good, we're a good team. So, uh, yeah, so next week's uh, episode is going to be a dirty one. So everybody buckle up. Yeah. And like, dude, just, yeah, keep doing the uh, the summary because you're right. I am horrible at it. I'm like, where am I starting? What is this? Oh, I did it again. Oh, geez. Like panel by panel. Like that I, I kind of fell asleep last week. I, I just kept flipping panels so he couldn't. He couldn't <laughs> do that. He couldn't just read describe. each panel by Rob's like, up. move it along. I was like, wait, I wanted to describe the paint. In that panel, <laughs> right. uh, shit. Yeah, good job, good job, Sean. I'm I'm very happy for you that you found <laughs> someone that's excited. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening. We'll be back good next week. Yeah, see you guys next week. <laughs>